Is there enough joy in your life? What about the lives of children around you? When you read the book of Philippians, you're struck by two things. It's all about Christ, and it's all about joy. I'm Charles Morris, and thank you for joining me for another episode of the Great Stories Podcast. Today, I want to introduce you to a friend of mine. We met probably seven years ago in Nashville, Tennessee. We were talking at the time about an album that he had produced called Sing the Bible. Four albums later, and he's still blessing many families with fun, catchy ways to memorize scripture. And to get the newest installment or the full set of all four albums, you can visit us at haventoday.org for more information. Now, it's been a while since we had Randall on our program, Haven Today. So on this episode of the podcast, we're talking about the joy that he has found in Jesus and how he wants to help you and me and the kids in our lives experience this joy as well. So let's get started now. Come to me, all of you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Yeah. Come to me, all of you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. All of you, take up my yoke and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart. Find rest for your souls. This is Haven Today, and it's been a long time since we've gone to Nashville, Tennessee. And on with us is my good friend of Slugs and Bugs fame, Randall Goodgame. Randall, welcome to the program. It's been too long. It's been too long, but it is great to be with you here today. And we just opened with Come to Me a new song that you released on your newest album, Volume 4 of Sing the Bible, based on Matthew 11, 28 through 30. Thank you for sharing Come to Me with us here on the program today. And you know, I'm so glad to, uh, to, you guys started with that one, because, you know, it's one of my favorite songs to sing with families right now, because we are all so tired. You mentioned, you mentioned COVID mm. and it's been such a long season of weariness and what a gift that the gospel brings us to know, to be able to say when we are tired, when we're weary, we run to him and then we receive the joy that comes from being his. Mm. We certainly, certainly do. Let's talk about your ministry. We've had you on this program several times Yes, you're ministering to children, but but also to adults. And what do you hear back from people, especially you've got this new fourth volume of Sing the Bible out. What are you hearing back from people? How is, how is God's Word ministering to them, and how are you hearing this back to you? Wow. Well, I tell you, one of the sweet things about getting to do, uh, continue to make music over the pandemic was... Um, even though we couldn't go out and tour, I would do concerts often just online. So I would mm-hmm. hear, hear back from folks. And, uh, you know, these scripture songs, I always say they serve me first. So I'm, the Lord is using them in me. And then it is, it's a great gift to me to hear back from folks that, uh, that say, you know, the, there's missionaries from, I don't know, from South Africa to Pakistan, to China and India, places that I know that are, are listening to the to the slugs and bugs music 
and being revived by the truth of God's love through it. And they're called to live through him. Um, I I'm thinking right now of, there was a family, a mom of a family that had just gone through a divorce here in the States. And she was telling me about her two boys, seven and nine years old, that, you know, things were kind of sad and probably still are, but that playing the records and just listening to God's, God's word, his love for them. Um, and the call that he puts on them helped, would kind of help lift them out of the gloom. You know what? God's love, it calls us to, it calls us outside of our pain mm. because he's doing things with our pain. Not only is he restoring us with his love, just by the nature of his, his Holy spirit and his presence and saying, and just the idea of being fully known and fully loved, but he's calling us outside of ourselves to look at others and to care for others. And, um, I heard from a 12 year old I'm thinking of in, uh, in Edinburgh, there's a verse on this new record that says, uh, it's from Micah. It says, what does the Lord require of you to act justly, love mercy, and walk humbly with your God? I'm sure your, mm-hmm. your listeners probably know that verse. Mm-hmm. But she um, ha- w- didn't know that verse and was emailing me with her new email account to, to say thank you, that it made it clear what God was calling her to. And I thought, wow, mm-hmm. that's just... You never know what, how the Lord is going to use what you do um, in this life. But he does. And why he would use me or oh you yes. or so, anyone else. Right. Uh, we can't understand that. We're not worth him using. And yet he does. And yet he does. You know, he calls yeah. us worthy because he's worthy. He is worthy. He's first claimed us. So if, if he's claimed us, who are we to say that we, we you know, can't be used? To act justly and to love mercy, to walk humbly with your God. To act justly and to love mercy, to walk Randall, there may be just a handful of people listening to this program that have never met you before. We've had you on many times before. You actually do a lot of things for kids, and we rope in the grown kids at the same time, people like me. Tell us one more time for the few that haven't ever heard your story. How'd you get started? Sure. Well, I, I've been in here here in Nashville, Tennessee for uh, about 25 years, but for the last 12, I have been um, doing this uh, children and family ministry called Slugs and Bugs. Felt called into it after having my own kids and have just really been pursuing um, helping families to grow together in the gospel through music, also books, and, and there's a TV program, but um, really it was all, it kind of was all born out of what the Lord has been doing in me over all these years. My kids now are 21, 19 and 14, mm. but, uh, but the journey of being a parent has, has brought me to my knees more times than I could count. Mm. And uh, the, the, the doorway in to 
communicating the gospel to my kids has been through my own failure and the, all the ways that I desperately need Jesus right in front of them. Um, and so it's been uh, painful sometimes, but also like the Lord promises struggle will be in his word, it's been super fruitful and super powerful. Uh, so that experience of just walking through the gospel with my kids informs what I do um, on the records. And so the, a lot of times the scripture passages that are he's using in my heart and helping me communicate with my kids. They what, show up on the next album. They show up on the next record. That's right. <laughs> and they were also part of your kids' lives growing up too. It's really true. <laughs> well, all right. Oh, that's 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 good to hear. Well, uh, the, the the one thing you managed to do, and and I think you've got to be a pretty fun dad to be around, is, uh, uh, in fact, sometimes you could be hilarious. <laughs> Let's talk about how you could take a scriptural text, pick out one in your new album that has joy in it too, besides "Come to Me" that we just heard, and how you relate this in a special way. And then I want us to hear it. Sure. Well, let's see. Um, well, the Romans 15 Psalm, Romans mm -hmm. 15, 13 says, may yes. the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him so that you may overflow um, with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. That sounds and like Paul wrote that in Philippians, but it's actually from <laughs> Romans 15 as he's closing the book of Romans, isn't it? <laughs> That's right. It's very similar to the Philippians passage. But what I love about that is that God's love doesn't just fill us so that we're satisfied, but it fills us to overflowing. Hmm. And that's what joy looks like. It's that hmm. it's not, you know, if we were just filled and then that was it, then it's just, then we're just kind of content and we stay happy with our, in our little, you know, closed off, um, contentedness. But what the Lord does with his joy by, by through our forgiveness and, and the repentance, um, the continued running to him and us continuing to realize how deeply known and fully loved we are is we experience joy and that joy mm. overflows even while we carry the cross. So that, we wind up forgetting about ourselves and then we can turn our attention to pouring out his love to others and so, receive his joy at right. the same time. All right. So, so you're doing something special in this song for Romans 15. It's written for kids. It's also written for me and all the other grownups listening right now. What are you doing in this? And let's listen to it. Well, there's a choir singing with me. This is, this passage is Paul's signing off and he's, um, what I want parents and children to remember as they're hearing it and singing it is that to take the call seriously, may mm. the God of hope mm. um, fill you with all joy and peace to know that that is possible, that mm. he's calling us to it reminds us that, Oh yeah, this is, this is what it means. This is what it's like to be a disciple. We have the opportunity to be filled with hope and joy and peace and I need reminding of that every day. Certainly we all do. Let's listen to it right now from Romans 15. Randall, good game. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him so that you may overflow, overflow with hope by 
This is a program called Rejoicing in the Lord. All week we're going to be looking at the book of Philippians, but my friend Randall Goodgame, thank you for sharing with us from Romans 15. I wish we were together, but we're actually watching each other. We're recording on Zoom right now besides uh, studio recording for the audio quality too, but um, I think we need to end on a note of joy since that we're talking about Philippians, but joy shows up in so many places in Paul's letters and his writings. There's one song that you have on this new album, volume four of Sing the Bible. Tell me about that verse and we'll hear it. And that'll be a great way to end our time together. Well, a number of years ago, a Sunday school teacher asked me if I would write a song for the fruits of the spirit. And uh, so that's what this is. This is uh, a way that I wanted to introduce the fruit of the spirit um, using some of the characters of the slugs and bugs universe. Okay. Um, so you'll hear a couple of, uh, a couple of our couple characters, of your friends, some of our friends from the slugs yes. and bugs show, uh-huh. uh, Doug and Sparky at the beginning, and then the introduction of a new character that, that, uh, but through the, one of the fun things about having this universe in this world where there's characters is you get to model what um how we are transformed by by god's word and so you get to watch that happen throughout the song with a couple of our characters okay here we go randall goodgame out of galatians 5 the fruit of the spirit is not a banana the fruit of the spirit is love joy peace patience kindness Goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness. Goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness. Goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Against such things there is no law. Robert is unconvinced. (laughs) The fruit of the Spirit is not a papaya the fruit of the spirit is love joy peace patience kindness goodness faithfulness gentleness and self-control love joy peace patience kindness goodness faithfulness gentleness and self-control love joy peace patience kindness goodness faithfulness gentleness and self-control against such things there Robert must admit, the music is well composed and the clarinet is quite pleasing. Oh, thanks, Robert. Galatians 5, 22 and 23. Galatians 5, 22 and 23. Say, Doug, all this singing got me thinking. I'm sorry for not being very patient or kind when you cut the sandwich. Wrong. Oh, that's okay, Sparky. There are 490 acceptable ways to cut a sandwich. Hey, Robert, why don't you take a solo? Show us what you got. Randall, I don't know how you do it. I mean, I tried to get my kids to memorize verses, and I didn't know it how to add characters into it, too. But what a wonderful way. Give us the straight-out verse that you were just singing there. Uh, it's Galatians 5, 22 and 23. Okay. Okay. Which is, I'll test your memory here. Which is, the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Self-control. Such things, there is no law. Oh, that's great. Thank you very much. Randall, 
how'd you ever decide to start doing music? I know we've mentioned before you used to write music for Veggie Tales, and and how did you decide that reaching out to children was your calling? Uh, and it's also how you've done ministry, but also it's it's just you've Randall. I've known you for 10, 12 years. I don't know how many years I've known you now, but uh, I've just seen you grow in the Lord and this joy of the Lord. Just share a little about how this happened. Well, you know, it's funny. Um, when you mentioned we wrote for Veggie Tales, uh, Andrew, Andrew Peterson, um, and you I both actually, did, didn't you? That's you right. Did. I'd forgotten that yes. for a couple of years. And it was during that time that I realized how much I was inspired by the calling to, um, to create um, inspiring stuff for families, mostly because I needed it. I wanted to find ways to talk to my kids about deep spiritual things. And it was just really hard. I felt intimidated mm. by the task because my, um, my kids see me at my worst, right? They, they, they know us better than anybody, as many, you know, anybody else. They've seen me lose my temper. They've seen me like little. White no, white. no, not Randall. <laughs> Good game. <laughs> and, uh, so it was, I was inspired by the truth of God's word that reminded me that I didn't have to be a perfect dad. I just needed to be a disciple in front of them, which meant, which meant they needed to see me repent. They needed to see me trust Jesus. And, and which means getting it wrong. They needed mm. to see me not have all the answers because only God has mm. all the answers. Mm. And once I was, I was just so inspired by that, that calling as a parent. And I wanted to encourage other parents towards that sensibility where I could say to them, look, you don't have to get it all right. In fact, it's the worst if your kids think you get it all right, because then they'll have this impossible burden placed on them that then mm -hmm. they have to get it all right, which that's not what following Jesus is about. It's about being transformed by him as we repent and return to him every day. I, I'm thinking of the renewing of your mind, of course, but this idea that, that the overflowing joy of the Lord comes out in us, um, that, that, that you were singing about a minute ago, that's, that's, that's so important for all of us as Christians. It's, it's hard to be a Christian, but with Christ in us, we can just have that joy of the Lord. And it's really his spirit flowing through us, his light flowing out of us. It's not me, like you said a minute ago. We still sometimes want it to be about me, but it's not about me. That's about right. Him. And what a gift, what a, what, you know, how free we are, that it's not up to us, that we get to trust in him. You know, um, Galatians uh, 2.20, I no longer live, but Christ lives in me. The life I live now, I live by faith. Mm. Um, and it's only by faith in him that his, his Holy Spirit can move through me and impact the world. If I'm trying to do it on my own, then um, I just, well, I, I, I promise you, I've tried. And it doesn't work. <laughs> so, Haven't we all? And yet still, we still think we need to try from time to time. Well, and, we're, stuck uh, in, we're stuck in these bodies. We know, are. And we can't see God. Um, and 
we have to, we know we're, we've all got, always got these conf, conflicting motivations where mm-hmm. we want to either be lifted high and, and known, or we want to get things right all the time, just for our own pride's sake, or whatever the, the, the sort of sinful motivators that we have, mm-hmm. they're always warring against mm-hmm. Christ's admonition to take the worst seat at the table or give up the best seat at the table or to, to receive an enemy as a friend, all the things that he asks of us um, that reflect what he did, which mm-hmm. in Philippians, um, you know, did not consider equality with God something to be grasped and said, humble himself even to death on a cross for the joy set before him because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. he knew that through what he was going to do and through what he did that then we would have access to this sweet life of freedom in him where we can continue to return even though we get distracted by our mistakes and our sin we can continue to return and that's how his kingdom comes mm. And you're quoting to us from the Christ hymn that's there in Philippians 2, right there. Yes. Randall, uh, there's a song that you always include in your concerts when you're in person um, that, that is so meaningful because it's based on a verse of Scripture, as so much of what you do is just based on Scripture. But uh, it's, 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 it starts out strong. And yet the verse ends with love. You mind sharing that with me? And then we'll hear the song. Absolutely. I love this passage because it does just what you've said. And then like in so many ways, the gospel turns our expectations about life upside down. Mm. And this passage in the song says, be on your guard, stand firm in the faith, be courageous, be strong, which sounds like we're getting revved up for a fight, right? Be, courage, be courageous, be brave, be on your guard. But then, like you said, the next line says, do everything in love. And so it forces us to say, oh, what does it look like to be courageous in love, to be on your guard in love, for love? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's one of my favorite ones to do line live. And it's also got a really fun, silly hand motion thing that we do. So <laughs> We can't show that. But we can at least listen. Mental good game. Be on your guard, stand firm in the faith, be courageous, be strong. Be on your guard, stand firm in the faith, be courageous, be strong. Do everything in Randall, good game has been with us on the program this week. Randall, um, there is a most interesting song on your new Sing the Bible album, number four. And um, you've got to understand Randall Goodgame and how he does music. It's coming out of Proverbs. You know the song I'm talking about, The Ox. The Tell ox. me about that song. Yes. Well, so uh, this is just a fantastic verse for families. It says, where there are no oxen, the manger is clean, but abundant crops come by the strength of the ox. And you can apply that 
to, to lots of situations, but I lots speak, of things. Yeah, I speak and sing to families, and a lot of families' homes sometimes feel like a messy ox mm. den, and mm. uh, or ox stable. And so I have found uh, that this verse it's extremely encouraging for families to to be able to remember that the mess that they are in the middle of all the time, whether it's an actual physical mess, like messy rooms and messy kitchen with dirt, dirty dishes, or just the it's emotional and relational mess that sometimes is, is, is part of raising a family, that in the midst of the mess, there is good work that the Lord is doing. Because like the verse says, um, abundant crops come by the strength of the ox. So if you're going to have oxen, it's going to get messy. If you're going to have kids, it's going to be a mess. But that's that's where abundant crops come from. So I've had families tell me that they have plastered this verse uh, on the wall above the sink, or on you know on the on the side of the wall in the living room, mm-hmm. and help them to pause before losing their mind about the mess. I think we better listen. And every crotchety old parent or grandparent listening to us right now needs to hear your version of Proverbs 14.4. Where there are no oxen, the manger is clean. Where there are no oxen, the manger is clean. Where there are no oxen, the manger is clean. But abundant crops come by the strength of the ox. When I was little, I got out of my crib and found the Vaseline. I climbed into my brother's crib and scooped it out and smushed it all over his hair. It was crazy, man! Sometimes, me and my mom and my little sister do girls' night. We paint our nails, do our hair. It is very fun because we get to spend time with our family. Where there are no oxen, the manger is clean. Randall, good game with us coming out of the... Music City, as they call Nashville. Uh, I'm glad it's still called that because I do remember that at least. So, Randall, it's been great having you on the program. It's good for us to be able to introduce the fourth volume of Sing the Bible. Bless you, brother. Thank you. Thank you so much, Charles. It has been a joy to be with you. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his face toward you and give you peace. Thank you for joining me on today's episode of Great Stories with Charles Morris. And I also want to say thanks to Rendell Goodgame for joining me via Zoom. He was in his back office It was a beautiful spring day a few days ago in Tennessee, even as I'm in my back office at my home. But the hour and a half that we got to chat and catch up and record this interview made it feel like we were sitting in the same room and not him in the middle of the United States and me on the West Coast. Well, visit haventoday.org to listen to more samples from his new Sing the Bible album and get a copy for yourself and your family today. And if you want to hear more conversations like this, you can subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And if you enjoyed this episode, give us a help 
and get the word out by leaving a five-star review. You can also go to haventoday.org and sign up for our weekly email and discover additional episodes posted on our blog. And as always, thank you for joining me once again on Great Stories with Charles Morris. Thank you.